Today is Trinity Sunday, and it's the only day in the entire church calendar that's dedicated to a doctrine. The doctrine of the Trinity is not something that's supposed to be mastered or fully understood. The late theologian Shirley Guthrie said it best when he claims that the Trinity is a mystery to be confessed, not a mathematical problem to be solved. So today we are invited to marvel and wonder about who this three-in-one and one-in-three God is for us. And we do this through exploring our text today, the beloved Great Commission which serves as the ending of Matthew's Gospel. After Jesus' resurrection, the disciples follow the angel's direction to head to Galilee and meet their Lord on the mountain. And Matthew tells us that as they reach the mountaintop, they see Jesus. They fall down and worship him, but some doubted. Almost every English Bible translates this verse this way, in a way that distinguishes between the worshipers and the doubters at this glimpse of the risen Christ. What's interesting here is that this really isn't the best translation of the original Greek text. There's no distinction in the Greek between those who are worshiping and those who are doubting. A better translation would be they worshipped, but they also doubted. Remember uh, several weeks back now at the Doubting Thomas story, when I told you that the word for doubt in Greek was nowhere to be found? But you do find it here. The word is idatho, and it quite literally means two stance, to waver between two things. And so the last image of discipleship Matthew offers in his gospel is the disciples wavering between feelings of worship and doubt as they meet the risen Christ. This seems like a pretty apt image of discipleship for us today. After a week where protests, violence, and issues of systemic racism throughout our nation have been on our minds and hearts, all the while living through a once-in-a-century pandemic. Our minds, our hearts, our souls have wavered between these two crises this week. They've wavered between myriad feelings of frustration and lament, uncertainty and fear, helplessness and hope. We've struggled with the reality that there is racial injustice in our nation and world that there is much work to do, but we're struggling with how we can respond as individuals, as a church, as a nation, how we can do better. Too often in the church, we like to pretend that we have it all figured out. But really, this keeps us from being honest with God and one another about who we are and how we need to grow as children of God in the life of faith. Our texts in this cultural moment we find ourselves in remind us that we need to be honest with ourselves and one another about where we've fallen short as individuals, as the church, and as a greater society in order to move forward together, to reconcile with one another. The good news, friends, is that it is these worshiping but doubting disciples that received Jesus' great commission at the end of Matthew's gospel. This short but powerful commission gives these weary disciples just the word they need 
in order to go out and carry on Jesus' ministry. Begins with the bold words, go therefore and make disciples. Who are they to make disciples of? All nations. Everyone. Without exception, Jesus' command to share the good news is to go beyond any human-created barriers of race, culture, language, or anything else that separates humans from one another. Go and keep going. Don't stop sharing Christ's love until all are brought together as one human family, reconciling and participating together in God's work of redemption. Then comes one of the clearest expressions of the Trinity in all of Scripture. As Jesus commands them to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I command. This is still, this baptismal formula is still the one used today in the church. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. When we welcome someone young or old into the life of the church and journey of faith through baptism, we do so in the name of the triune God. We proclaim that they belong to this God and that we belong to one another as children, as brothers and sisters of this God. This echoes, this reality echoes the story of creation, where we're told that all of us as humans were created lovingly in the image of God. A powerful thing to be reminded of in this turbulent time we find ourselves in today. Finally, this commission to go, make disciples, baptize, and teach ends with a promise. Remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus leaves his worshiping but doubting disciples with this promise to be with them always, that God will be with them always. The Trinity is an affirmation of God's ever-presence with us. God is so with us, God is so present that we experience as God in three different ways, as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as creator, redeemer, sustainer. This triune God of three co-equal and co-eternal persons who promises to be with us always is our model of how we can live peaceably with one another and how we can be one human family. As we continue to struggle during these turbulent times, this triune God even invites us to the table that we might be brought together with all of God's children from every time and place and together be fed and empowered to go out and share Christ's life-giving love with one another. This is how we experience Christ's parting promise to his doubting, worshiping disciples today, that he is with us always to the end of the age. We meet him at his table and he feeds us and sends us out as brothers and sisters to share his love. So friends, may we seek to be honest with ourselves and one another in this time. That we might grow together in faith and better love one another as children of God. May we marvel at the mystery and grow in relationship with the triune God. 
who is always working to break down the walls that divide us from each other. And as we will surely continue to struggle as we participate in God's work of reconciliation in this difficult road ahead, remember that the triune God promises to be with us always to the end of the age. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.